Moms are amazing at tracking down hard-to-find items. Library books, socks, you name it. But sometimes help is welcomed. Care.com makes it easy to find babysitters near you. Sitters with the experience and skills your family needs, like after-school pickup and homework help. You just post a job for qualified sitters to apply. And since all Care.com caregivers are background checked, you can feel confident about interviewing and hiring. To get the child care help you need, sign up now at Care.com. Hello again, everybody, and welcome into Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips with Chris Clark to give you a recruiting update today. And Chris, we're going to talk numbers for the 2017 class today. And you know, I'm curious to know how many Gamecocks will sign in 2017. Who is committed to this point, and who are the Gamecocks still working on? Recruiting is year-round, Chris, obviously, and just trying to get a better handle on what the plan for this must-champ staff is going to be. When you look at the roster, there's you know a lot of uh, holes to be filled. They need to upgrade a lot of positions and need to restock some positions. There's some positions on the team where the coaching staff looks at it and probably feels, you know, pretty good. For instance, tight end position has a couple guys, you know, Hayden Hurst, Casey Crosby, then they've got Kyle Markway and Jacob August, and they've got two uh, that they really like from Milton Muschamp's initial recruiting class too. So that'll give them six guys on the roster this preseason, and, and all six would be projected to be back next year too. Um, so they've got one in 2017 and will register uh, that's committed uh, to, to arrive next summer. So, you know, there are certain positions like that that they feel good about. But then on the other hand, there are some where they wouldn't feel confident. Uh, the secondary, of course, would be one of those where right now USC only has nine guys projected to return in the 2017 season off the roster, and, and that number could certainly be lower, and they really need to upgrade the talent. So. There's not, you know, a hard and fast number that we could attach to the entire class as, in, in terms of, okay, they'll sign 23 guys or 24, however many. Uh, but we do have a pretty decent idea about some of the positional numbers. You know, one quarterback, a couple running backs, three or four receivers, a tight end, you know, four offensive linemen, four linebackers, six defensive backs, you know, a handful of defensive linemen. Those are probably the numbers that you could, you could look for in this class. Um, and, and they'll really be prioritizing, you know, upgrading the skill positions, continuing to try to get better in the trenches, and then the secondary is, is a gigantic priority. Chris, you said six defensive backs. Who have the Gamecocks already got committed for next year that, you know, might be able to come in and play right away? That's a that's a big number, six. Yeah, six is, is what they're targeting, and, and that's a position where they've made some progress with some guys. Um, but there are several targets that are still on the board and, and several uh, guys that are, that are big-time targets that are being recruited by a lot of different programs. And so anytime you have that, um, the competition's going to be stiff, and those are guys that, you know, sometimes are going to wait until later in the process. So, you know, really the only guy that they've got from the previous class that's in the fold uh, is Jamarcus King. You know, that's the one guy that you can point to that's uh, going to be able to help immediately from the 2016 class he's projected, uh, you know, to enroll in May. Um, at the end of May, and that'll allow them to go through part of the off-season program and get in and really contribute. There's nobody in the 2017 class, the one they're working on right now, there's nobody committed right now, uh, but they got several guys on the board, you know, a lot of four-star kids, A.J. Terrell, Jemias Williams out of Georgia, Yusuf Corkers, another talented guy out of Georgia with a nice offer list that they're in the lead for right now. 
just just uh, several guys that they've got on the board. And you know, like I said, they'd like to add five or six uh, if possible to to really try to um, restock that secondary where South Carolina's had success in the past. They just don't have enough players there right now or enough talent. Talking Gamecock football, recruiting, taking a look ahead to 2017. Chris Clark and Emerson Phillips here on Gamecock Central Radio. You can download the Gamecock Central Radio app on the App Store and on Google Play to subscribe to the podcast. Search for Gamecock Central Radio on iTunes, SoundCloud, and other popular services, or just visit radio.gamecockcentral.com. Chris, the Gamecocks have three offensive linemen already committed for 2017. Tell us about them. Yeah, a couple of South Carolina products on that list. Um, one of them is Sammy Carlay from the Upstate, and he's a really interesting prospect. He started his high school career as a tight end, then he was moved over to the offensive line, put on a good bit of weight. You know, he's an athletic. He's a pretty athletic kid. Uh, he's someone who's aggressive. He's a smart kid, a really bright kid, and someone that South Carolina feels like has a lot of upside. He's someone that. You know, really picked up his first major offer from South Carolina. He was sort of thought of as a smaller school guy initially, but he's really sort of come on and, and grown into his body and sort of developed, and they feel like uh, he's a guy that they could bring in and really try to develop and make him into something. Uh, Dennis Daly out of Ridgeview is the other one. Now, he was placed uh, a couple of cycles ago by South Carolina at junior college at Georgia Military, so he's a junior college kid now. Uh, who's gotten bigger and stronger and, you know, probably is versatile enough to play tackle or guard, may, may end up being a tackle for South Carolina, you know, but a big kid who can get into space and, and moves pretty well. Eric Douglas is the other one out of Mallard Creek, Mallard Creek in Charlotte, really good program, one of the best in the country. You know, Will Muschamp coached D.J. Humphreys, recruited D.J. Humphreys to Florida. He was, you know, a high NFL draft pick there. Out of, out of Florida, and so there's some familiarity. And then Sean Elliott being held over. Uh, Douglas picked up his first offer from South Carolina last summer at camp and committed not too long ago uh, after the coaching change. Uh, his teammate is uh, T.J. Moore, a four-star offensive lineman, who's a big priority uh, for, the, for this recruiting class for South Carolina. It's possible that South Carolina stands pat with four uh, offensive lineman in this class if they can land T.J. Moore and he'll be on campus this weekend along with Douglas um, for, for a visit for sort of a social gathering for several of the top targets. Uh, so if they can get T.J. Moore, they give them four and four that they feel pretty good about. It's possible they could take another one if it's a really good one, say another junior college player or another really good high school player, but they'd probably be happy with that group if they can they can land T.J. Moore and, and finish out that class. Chris, Muschamp and this new staff have been incredibly active recruiting in-state players. I wanted to get you to give us an update on three in-state prospects, kids that are moving into their senior years of high school. Uh, Xavier mm-hmm. Thomas is the defensive end from Wilson. Jay Urich, Wes Mitchell reported here on Gamecock Central last week that uh, he had picked up an offer from South Carolina. He's the quarterback from Wren. And Ortray Smith, the number one prospect in the state for the upcoming year, he'll be a senior at Wando High School wide receiver. All three have expressed interest in South Carolina, and the Gamecocks are working on all three of these guys. So what can you tell us about them? What's the latest on them? Well, with Thomas, he'll be on campus this coming weekend, as will Yurik. Uh, Ortray Smith has prom this weekend. He's not making any uh, college visits. But uh, Xavier Thomas, you know, one of the top 2018 prospects in the country, um, you know, several schools after him. Clemson and South Carolina are thought to be the front runners based on what Thomas says. It's really expected to go down to the wire with an in-state battle. It's been back and forth. 
South Carolina has made a really big push since Muschamp's hire and really have gotten into the best position they've ever been in at any point in that recruitment. Uh, that doesn't mean it's over by any means. Uh, Clemson countered recently with a spring game visit for Thomas, but USC will counter that by getting him back on campus this weekend. And, and I think really that's sort of how this one's going to go back and forth. And Thomas has really enjoyed all the visits he's taken. He's been pretty impressed. And boy, as you can imagine, uh, with, with all the attention that's been shown and uh, the, the prioritization of all these programs, you know, even Florida State and Ohio State, some other schools have been in there and really impressed him. So it'll probably be back and forth. You know, Yurik is a guy who, who can throw the ball pretty well. He's a pretty good athlete uh, for his size. And I think, you know, South Carolina feels like he's a guy they can bring in, will be really good in the locker room. And it's someone who's not going to be early impact like a McElwain or a Jake Bentley, uh, but it's someone they can bring along and develop and see what they have later in his career. Uh, or Trey Smith, you know, South Carolina has been in good position, but now the caveat is Clemson is, is ramping up its pursuit. His mother attended Clemson. Um, you know, Clemson is, is a school that, you know, ha- has been one that Ortre and his family have had uh, their eyes on, too. Um, now, it's helped South Carolina that they Clemson has not pursued as much. South Carolina has made him a big priority. That'll be a card that they can continue to play during the recruiting process. But now that Clemson has amped up its pursuit, it'll, it'll become a more interesting battle. And certainly, you know, could Clemson prove tough to beat in the end, given all the ties and, and the success that they've had with skill position players lately, sure, uh, that's fair to say. But wouldn't count out South Carolina. They've done a really good job with them. Will Muschamp's personally recruiting. Uh, so they've got some things going for them, too, and it'll be an interesting battle. It just got more interesting uh, given the direction this one's taken. Bailey Hart is walking on at South Carolina, and apparently Ortre yeah. Smith and Hart have a good relationship any chance that, you know, Hart's relationship with Smith helps bring him to South Carolina? Oh, yeah, can't hurt. Um, you know, it, it, certainly that that's a move that, you know, just another card that South Carolina can play. I, I fully think that Ortrey will make his own decision. And even with, you know, his mother's ties to Clemson, I, I think that's the case, too. I think she, want, she wants him to make his own decision. I think he will. Um, you know, so, so there's just a lot of interesting pushes and pulls and a lot of variety of factors that are playing into the recruitment. And I think his, his choice is, is going to be even tougher down the stretch now, given everything on both sides. Chris, I talked with uh, Josh Stepp, the head coach at Lexington High School, and Lexington played Wando last year. And Coach Stepp said that uh, Lexington couldn't guard him. And I don't know that anybody could guard him last year. He had a huge year last year. This is a big part of the reason why he's the number one prospect in the state. And Coach Stepp over at Lexington said he was glad that Lexington would not be facing Wando again because Ortrey yep. Smith was just such a, a physical specimen and a very difficult cover. Oh, yeah. I watched him play in person last year. And, you know, he's got to be more consistent uh, catching the ball. You know, believe it or not, there'll, there'll be some, some easy balls every now and then where you just maybe have a concentration lapse or whatever it may be. Um, and then, you know, next play he'll, he'll come down with, you know, an incredible – you know, leaping catch. I uh, watched him play last season. Uh, forget the opponent actually, and he caught, I think, three touchdown passes in that game. Had a, had a really big game. Had some highlight reel catches. So he's he really is a, a player with a lot of upside and a lot of ability. Chris, we appreciate you. Thanks for the update today. All right, thanks, Emerson. All right, he's Chris Clark, and I'm Emerson Phillips, and we appreciate you joining us for Gamecock football recruiting talk here on Gamecock Central Radio. 